Go ahead, Nick. You can start. <laughs> what do you want to start with? <laughs> we just watched the PlayStation 5 showcase. We can jump right into that. Yeah, what about it? Um, Are you excited? Are you going to buy a PS5 on day one? I'm not. You know not. why? You know why? Because as soon as it was over, unclear information is being tweeted out by Jeff Keighley, Nebelian, Wario64, things that were not covered in the showcase, which is very funny. Uh, such as Demon Souls potentially being a PC game and maybe not a Sony exclusive. Pre-orders start immediately. It's funny. It's just funny. So shit. what? You're gonna hold out hope? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, Isn't it? Doesn't a PS5 perform better than your P- current PC? No. What is? What is this bait? It doesn't. No, I don't think so. I thought the graphics card in those were better. Uh, I don't believe so. I have a really current one. Yeah. But, yeah, we can we can dig into that a little bit more. This is the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ. And we have a special guest this time. Uh, on, an old friend, Harsh, uh, for, the first yeah. time, for the first time on the show, including 2v1. So Emph- Emphasis on old. I, I turned 30 this year. Yeah, I just turned 31. We all we all turned well. I guess you got. Yeah, we're older than you, actually. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so some of our listeners might know you, harsh, but not all of them do. Yeah. So I got I got a little thing. I I want you guys just to get just so that the listeners can get to know harsh a little bit and maybe you a little more too, Nick. I got a little thing I want to go through. Okay. Okay. A little a little role play (laughs) that we're gonna engage in. Wait a second. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay, so I want you guys to answer these questions. Like, it's just some questions, some scenarios I'm going to put you in, and I want you to do it as yourself. Okay, so you're not pretending to be anyone else. You're answering these questions like you would. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, so so it's like not really role playing. It's just being yourself. All right. But, so you guys are going to go on this trip. All right. I get you a ticket. It's all expense paid. Vacation. You got no choice. You're going to go on this trip. Okay. All right, yep. so I pull up to pick you up. We're going to go on this trip. And what are you wearing to the airport? Nothing. Hawaiian shirt. I'm not Hawaiian wearing, shirt? I'm not wearing anything. Why is that? I, I'm a nudist. I well, you have, to, you have to wear... Are you wearing jeans? Are you wearing sweatpants? <laughs> you're, not even, you're not even playing into that at all. <laughs> no, this, it doesn't work. Oh, it's, it's jeans and a band shirt. Jeans and a band shirt? Harsh yeah, got Hawaiian shirt, shirt on. I got, okay. I got a Hawaiian shirt and probably like a pair of golf shorts. Okay, so you guys still don't know where we're going. Nope, I'm nope. So we get on this plane. We're flying. We're flying. It's like a real long flight. All of a sudden, the captain comes over the plane. All the people sitting next to you completely disappear. And the and the captain says, "Oh man, you're on this test flight," and. The people that are sitting next to you aren't real people. They're actually a hologram. And so we're taking you to this island and you're going to live out this TV show called Survivor, but it's actually Survivor. You're going to survive on this land, on this island. So here's your jetpacks. So the stewardess comes out. It's a robot. She gives you jetpacks, which are basically like... (laughs) What is happening right now? What is this? I don't know. So, 
she gives you jetpacks, and then she hands you a music player. Okay, it's like hit clips. Do you remember hit clips? The little, uh, the little pocket music player. No. no. <laughs> okay. Well, she gives you hit clips. Some people might remember this. Okay. Okay. And she says, "This is going to be your music that you're allowed to listen to for the rest of your life." No. So I'm going to give you the choice of five albums to put on this hit clips. So you get five albums for the rest of your life. What are your five albums going to be? Okay, I can't come up with that off the top of my head. Like, what? what is that? There's no preparation. Yeah, there was no preparation for this at all. <laughs> come on, they're, they're, they're your favorite albums. Just give me five that you would be, know you'd be comfortable with for the rest of your life. But, I, can, but I can't. And I actually think about this all the time. But, uh... Yeah, so I'll, I'll so go. Hard. I'll give. I'll go five. While you guys think about it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that hard. It's it not is like hard. life or death. It is hard. No, I actually have an. I have a, I have a. I have a reason for why that's hard, but it's whatever. Okay, so I'll probably take. Uh, let's see here. I'm taking Porter Robinson's Worlds album. I'm taking uh, Discovery by Daft Punk. I'm taking. Dark Twisted, Fa- my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West. I'm taking probably To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, but I'd be happy with either of any of his albums, really. Section 80, Good Kid, Mad City, or that one. And then Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. That's my five. Okay. Okay, okay, so go. I still don't have an answer. <laughs> oh, you guys I don't want to engage at all. No, it's not. It's not an engaging thing. You can't spring stuff like that on me. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, that's you just tough. Why? It doesn't need to be something you list and like identify with data and then cross it off. I'm just looking for a jump off answer. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Because it's hard to do that. Because I listen to so it's many hard. things. Yeah, and my mute and my mood changes I know for all the a fact, time. One of mine would be. Uh, Kanye album that you mentioned. Yeah. But like I I probably that would probably be my only rap album that I would have on my top five. I'd probably have like a, a different one for like different genres of music. Nice. But like I I don't know. I'm gonna say any five Dark Throne <laughs> albums. Nice. See that's a solid answer. That would that works. It's it's not, but so I know you like to do stuff like this, so I actually do think about things like this all the time. Um, like, oh, what would be my five favorite video games? I can't pick them. What would be my five favorite albums? I can't. I, I can't do that. It's very hard. Like, I, it's I'm, too hard to put them in a small box. Yeah, because my mood changes all the time. Um, and That's like, fine. Your so, answer doesn't have to cover all things for all time. I'm not going to be like, that's, that's it. You get those five albums. That's it. We're, but this this was, conversation's this, over. You can't change this was it. Survivor. We're done. This was Survivor. This is the only albums we could ever have. And like, I'm naked. So I'm naked. I don't have any of my album, my favorite albums because I couldn't think of it fast enough. Like if somebody was pointing a gun to my head, get in the car now, grab your five favorite albums. You would be, you would be dead I would, instantly. I would because die. You'd be like, no, I can't pick it. No way. They would, We're done. They Just would shoot me, me now. Yeah. Don't put that much pressure on me. I can't do it. They will, no I would. Way. I would be dead. I would die. <laughs> Just let me take my giant CD book that has like 80 CDs in it and I'm fine. Yeah, I want like, you guys to know that it's as hard as me, hard for me to pick favorites as it is for you guys. Yeah. It, it's a shifting, changing 
thing all the time. That's what that's what I mean when I'm always thinking about it. I'm like, I don't have yeah. an answer to this question. Now, if I'm thinking about it now and planning ahead, I never have an answer to these questions. <laughs> well, yeah. the whole purpose of this was to give the listeners a snapshot of what your personality's like, and now all they know is I mean, that both of you are indecisive. Oh, so, well, I'm definitely indecisive. Failed experiment by luckily, me. Luckily, there was five plus years of a podcast with my, with my uh, <laughs> voice about that. <laughs> Uh, Everyone already knows that about Nick. Yeah, that's true. It's very, it's out there. <laughs> but now we learned something about you, Harsh. Yes, I'm, I'm very, You're very indecisive. indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was an interesting surprise. Um, the PlayStation Five showcase. We should get back to that because the PlayStation Five is five hundred dollars, the same price as the next Xbox, which is uh, not surprising. But part of me thought they were going to be really bold uh, and go higher because <laughs> they're because they dominated this generation, frankly. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. I'm happy they didn't. I'm oh, yeah, excited. Sure. Five hundred is a pretty good price, I think. Yeah. And, and the all digital one is one hundred dollars off, which is significant, because as far as I understand, the all digital one is not a weaker console like Xbox is doing. So. Technically, you could get a PS5 for four hundred dollars. Yeah, but what about hard drive space? Is the is it different hard drives in either of them too? Uh, I don't know. I don't know because because like I at the very top, like we mentioned, they kind of didn't give concrete information about things still, other than some some surprises, some surprise games, and um and price basically. If they uh if they have like a little mailer that goes around that you can see your information's on their website or whatever that's fine i can yeah. i understand them not having not wanting to put every like fine print detail into the presentation that they made so it just remains to be seen if they give us more information or not if like that's all yeah. that it is is just that video and then they leave us like with more questions i'm sure people will be it was just funny like as soon as it ended you open twitter and jeff Keeley's like Pre-orders start tomorrow. Demon Souls well, is a launch game. It's like, what? <laughs> I think that's just because our news cycle, that's how it works. People want to be the first one to give stuff like before the company's even announced it. Yeah, they must have. I mean, they probably did send out like a press kit to people and, like to follow or up they, with or Or something. they told just, him, yeah, you ha you have better reach than we do. Yeah. I don't know. Things things work differently is, nowadays it's weird. In, in, the, in the age of the influencer. So, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But I'm. But I, I think it's. I think that is crazy that you could get a PS5 for cheaper than a Series X, significantly cheaper, and on the same level of hardware. Like that's that's kind of wild. Um, a, a, a disc drive does not cost a hundred dollars. Like that's that's crazy. So, but uh, I don't know. Is it what stood out to you guys? I just think that. I don't know. Everything looked good. Demon Souls looked really good. The detail in a lot of the environment wait. to the games looked really good. I just, uh, I'm excited. I, I don't, I don't know. They they didn't really lead with anything brand new except for, I guess they announced Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16 was the first thing they showed, which but um, uh, that's that's also crazy. I don't really get excited about things too prematurely. Yeah. I feel like I feel like especially with games they show you so much like CGI and like the game that you end up playing doesn't usually 
resemble the game that they show two years in advance. Right. So especially when they don't have like a date coming for anything, sometimes I'm just like, well, that looks cool. I'll play it when and yeah, whenever, you know what I mean? No dates given on anything other than the console itself, which is November 12th, I guess we should announce. Uh, and then Xbox is November 10th, so they're the same week. But yeah, Final Fantasy 16 was a real surprise to me. And it's also apparently a Sony exclusive, a console exclusive, which hasn't been the case. Well, it hasn't been the case for almost 10 years. <laughs> for a was, Final Kingdom Hearts, was Kingdom Hearts a, a PlayStation exclusive? I believe, uh, you know what? I don't know that it was. I'm, I'm not sure I didn't play it. But I want to say it was actually on Xbox. Final Fantasy Seven was PlayStation exclusive. Right, and currently that is also still a gray area thing because that might be coming to Xbox and PC at some point in the future. I think there's like rumors about that already. So, But this was very explicitly, as, as far as I understood, a PlayStation console exclusive game, which um, it's neat. That's a big get, I'd say, on their part. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna keep doing the thing that uh, made him successful this go around. Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. I think. Yeah. I as far as other games go, um, I think Miles Morales' Spider Man looked pretty sweet. Um, I'll probably be playing that on a PS5 whenever it's out. So, harsh. You like Spider Man a lot, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I got kind of sick of it. <laughs> uh, towards the end, but I mean, it, it, I had fun with it. I like Spider-Man and you know, just beating up bad guys. Yeah, I swinging around the city. Still, I think still that's haven't done the best that. Part. Just you, you still haven't played it yet. I probably never will. No. Yeah. If they make it as part of that PS Plus crew, PS Plus library thing, and it's available with your PS Plus subscription, then you should at least play it to swing around the city and check it out. Once yeah. it's free. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those, like, sure, I, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if... Was that part of the PS Plus collection? I guess we should talk about the nah, PS Plus collection, too, because we they don't didn't, know what that is. <laughs> they didn't uh, advertise it as that. I would be curious. I, it, it'd be surprising for them not to leave it, unless they're still trying to make move units of it. You know what I mean? I mean it's only like I, two years old. Last year? When did it come out? Two years. Two years. 18, Eighteen. Eighteen, I think. Yeah, so it, it's it's possible it could it could be added to that at some point. But yeah, so they showed the PS Plus collection, which I'm a little unclear on, but I think I understand what it is, and that's probably it, it's, it's every past PS Plus game that you probably or not probably, but possibly missed out on by maybe not having a PS4 or not having an online account or something. Because you do you do have to redeem plus games at the time that they're offered to have them in your library forever. So I have a feeling that's what that is. Like that's gonna be their one thing at launch that's like, here's all of these games that we offered at one point that now you can just get again in this like huge yeah. collection, basically. Um which is which is smart. That's a really smart thing. It's, it's, yeah, they got to counter what Xbox is offering somehow. It's sort of like an answer to Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Nothing blew me away, but I think that was another strong showing. Like they're they look like they're going after the the exclusive still, and that's what won them this generation. So, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to get my hands on it, and that kind of reinforced that, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, like like I think I've said in on a la- past episode, I just want to know. <laughs> I want concrete information about like when's Ratchet and Clank coming out. When is Demon Souls coming out? Like, I I would like to know dates or at least a range. We don't we don't even I, I think we have a range for Ratchet and Clank. It's a launch window in quotes, which that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it could mean yeah. six months from when it comes out. Yeah. Um. We know God of War is twenty twenty one, just sometime in that year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, and that's but exciting. Like, that's yeah. That's exciting. They tease God of War. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I just don't have enough time to be excited for games that come out that far in the future. They just they're just dropping games on me all the time nowadays. Yeah. And like, hey, this is coming out in two months. It's like, all right, I gotta finish these two things that I'm yeah. playing right now so I can play that. Like just to look ahead that far, I don't e- I don't even have interest in <laughs> there really. really doing that, to there be really isn't time anymore, that's true. So yeah. you know, that's a it's fun to pretend like and get excited about the games, but it's just not something I I don't know. Yeah, I, I really do. So, speaking of games that are now, what have uh, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Well, Harsh is the guest. What have you been playing, yeah. Harsh? I think I think I know one of them. Yeah. Um. So I I recently just finished uh, The Last of Us, the, the original. Oh, that's um, a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, you weren't. No. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just kind of Last of Us remastered that. available yeah. on the PS Plus library. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I've had that game in my library for God knows how long, but yeah, you know, I I just I've been having a lot more downtime, so I figured I'd play some uh, some of my older games. Um, but that I enjoyed that a lot. I'll probably play the new one at some point. I don't know when, but. <laughs> not in a rush to jump back into the yeah um, the grim the grimness other than that i've been playing a lot of call of duty but what'd you, what'd you think about that ending of last of us yeah it was it was awesome it was uh i don't know as soon as I like went to the hospital, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna have to kill every single person in this place." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I don't know. It was pretty much exactly what I was expecting out of it, but I I, I enjoyed it the whole time. Um, then me and AJ have been playing Avengers a little bit recently. That's what I was digging for. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's isn't Avengers that, isn't. Isn't that a game you're waiting on tooth and nail to hear what the I can't opinion, wait. opinions are? I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to hear an unbiased opinion from you, especially, AJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, my opinion on this game is biased. I'm quite yeah. the uh, I'm quite the Marvel fan, comic book fan, so this is definitely made for me. So uh, put an asterisk next to this uh, this entry in your in your data journal that you're Every, everybody keeping tabs of everybody that's ever showed up on the podcast and what their favorite games are. So so when they when they announced this game, I think a lot of the collective response of it was like, "What? It's Avengers Destiny Avengers? Like that doesn't make any sense." Yeah. At least that was that was my response. It was a very it. confusing reveal. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, after spending some time with it, I think it's literally like the perfect package of Avengers um, and, and, and concept of like game design for, for what this thing is. Hmm. It's like it, it actually makes perfect sense. Okay. And so uh, if you remember last year, I played this game called Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And uh, pretty pretty average game, I'll say. It's it's fun. I, I think I I uh, talked about how fun it was just to use all the different Marvel heroes heroes across the entire like generation, even some of the like more obscure ones, and just kind of put them in scenarios where you're fighting, you know, all the villains from the Marvel universe, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah. So this game is basically that again. Except now, we triple A'd it. <laughs> like, triple A'd the heck out of it. To the point where Iron Man is even Troy Baker. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, and uh, it was done well. Like, I don't know. We have this kind of uh, template for the way triple A games exist now. Uh, with the over-the-shoulder camera with the um, QTE sequences, mm-hmm. yeah, with the really cinematic, like we just saw a ton of them with Spider-Man on the PS5 showcase. Yeah. And, you know, the budget's there, the graphics are good, the sound design's good, the camera, uh, like, shoot, the camera shot uh, directing is really good. And so I think this this game, like, really works in, in that... Uh, aspect you know what i'm saying and it's it's cool to see it's cool to see them like make an avengers game and then give it that kind of treatment and uh i don't know like i didn't have high expectations for you know what it would be and it's definitely like over delivered in terms of like narrative the writing is a lot better than I had anticipated. The like action in the cutscenes and in the the just game to game or like sequence to sequence gameplay is fun. It mimics like stuff from the movies, from the comics, and <clears throat> really like as a as a single player um, combat game, I, I think it's it's pretty good. Like honestly, hmm. and so. Like, a lot of the criticisms come down to, I think, um, people just like to roll their eyes at, at games as a service anymore. And I, yeah. I'm like, one of, I'm one of those uh, people. Do you know what I mean? It just is uninspiring kind of game design. Like, there's a social hub, and you're collecting missions from different faction leaders that are not really missions, but di- it's just like Destiny, where you're collecting different like objectives from different faction leaders. And then once you complete them, you go turn them in and then you level up with the faction. Yeah. And so it has like the social space, uh, thing that like destiny and monster hunter and other like games as a service games have. And they just made it like the helicarrier and the Quinjet and all these Marvel things. And they kind of drop you into open world, levels just like destiny would with cannon fodder enemies and then you can pick an avenger and then you get to go beat them up and that can be with friends or that can be single player 
and that's kind of like what the game is. Hmm. And so that's that's pretty good. Like I, I I think they did really well with making each of the characters feel different. Like they have a crazy amount of combat trees to unlock every single one of them and they give you you know you're doing the whole armor thing where like you can buff for you know ranged weapons or melee weapons or defense or whatever uh depending on how you want to play each hero kind of have you had to like really worry about any of that no not on not on the single player i feel like the single player uh campaign is more like an onboarding for the end game just yeah. in the way that it is for Destiny, yeah, like it's like, like okay, story doesn't matter, main yeah. campaign doesn't matter, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's good. I mean, they Kamala Khan is like kind of the center of the narrative. She plays Miss Marvel. She's like the stretchy girl, and she's actually one of the characters that I'm unfamiliar with. So this is my first time like playing with her. I think she kicks butt. She's awesome. She literally is like putting the Avengers back together in the narrative. So like there's this ragtag bunch of, you know, the helicopters, like helicarriers crashed. Captain America died. There's like all this like piecing Spoilers, the team back God. together. <laughs> that was in the, I'm joking. that was in I'm the, joking. uh, I'm joking. announcement for the game. But, uh, so like Hulk's all doesn't have his nice costume. His stuff's all torn and Miss Marvel wears like her backpack and Iron Man still has his silver suit. Like you're, you're kind of, growing the whole Avengers from the ground up. So you're like getting to team up again. And, uh, I, I don't know. It's good. What, what, uh, what do you think harsh? Uh, pretty, pretty much agree with you. I mean, it's, I like the campaign. It's kind of cool. Like building the team back together. Um, I don't, I'm, it's kind of hard to like master every character, which kind of sucks. Yeah. They, cause I know like, Whenever I got Hulk for the first time, I played with him so much. And then as soon as I got Iron Man, I played with him. And then me and AJ played a little bit earlier today uh, for the first time. We like actually played, we did a couple missions together. And I used Hulk again and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know how to use him at all. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, um, does it, does it feel like you have to, like in Destiny, how there's different classes and stuff, does it feel like you're going to have to grind? Inve- invest in each class, yeah, each character? Yeah, kind of. D- like, do you do bit. you hit a point for all of them so, where it's like, oh, I'm going to have to really spend a lot of time working so, on just this one character, basically? The way it seems to work to me is... I would say the answer to that question is probably Yes. But I kind of think that the like the point of playing this game is the grind. Yeah. Like the like there's not really there's not really content I don't think to see to get your power level like up yet. Yeah. So right now the the whole purpose of continued playing would be to invest in other characters kind of. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I think they did a pretty good job uh the combat feels simple and intuitive. You know, square is light and triangle is heavy. And so you kind of have your light, 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 heavy attack, like combos. Yeah. And every character has a ranged, uh, like weapon. If you, if you hold the trigger, it's kind of ADS. Like with Iron Man, it'll be photon beams. Hulk will like literally grab a Brock, like from the ground and throw it at people. So everybody has both ranged and 
and melee. And then it kind of just um you're you're playing with cooldown abilities mostly. So Hulk's has to do with his rage and Iron Man's are like laser beams and stuff that come out. And so that's what your upgrade trees are. They like augment those abilities or they extend your combos or like Iron Man you can equip different like like uh his ranged thing could be lasers or you unlock rockets or you unlock different photon cannons, different stuff. So it just will kind of grow out. The game will grow out instead of like uh, have more stuff to play through, I think. And hmm. for me, I think that's kind of a good thing. Like if they would leave this as it is and just add Avengers and each Avenger would be different enough and you could get like a little story content to play through when they release that Avenger. And then the game kind of just like, like I said, grows out where you just keep having different guys to play with. I think that would be a good, like this works as a games as a service thing. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Really? Like you think the, you think what's there right now is worth replaying alone just with different characters. Like it's that, it's that interesting. Well, (laughs) yeah, I, I think the point of playing is to, is to melee robot punch, the guys, huh? the bad guys. And it doesn't matter, like... I mean, if you think about... That's what you do with Destiny. I mean, they might change the location that you're shooting people at, or... Well, I think that matters. Different different yeah. environments matter. I mean, that goes a long, a long way. Um, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't... I, <laughs> No, I th- I think like that's what it is. I mean, I, I think they're gonna add characters, and you're gonna get dropped into the same environments. I'm sure they'll change environments, you know, and it's different melee scenarios. So defend this point, beat up this many bad guys, yeah. kill this boss, do all these things. It's not they're not trying to like remold the wheel or whatever on on mission structure or anything like that. This is a melee game where you have cannon fodder enemies, and then you're the purpose of you playing is to level up a guy hmm. to beat more enemies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm sure they're. I've heard that they're like going to the, they're going to do some type of raid. Like they're working towards multiplayer objective type thing. It would be crazy if they didn't. Yeah. 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 But in terms of like more narrative, like more story content to play through, I don't know that it needs to have, like, I don't know that it needs to be this comic book that runs like the movies did, kind of. Do you know what I mean? I'd be really surprised if they're not going to do that. Well, that would be sweet if they if they do that. Uh, yeah. The stuff that they have in the game thus far has been, like, better than I would have expected. Yeah, it seems to be the so, common refrain. Yeah, so... You know, if they deliver on that, then this thing's going to be something that I play, I put a ton of time into. Hmm. And if they don't, if they don't deliver on that, then I still got a pretty good 25 hours AAA yeah. game with uh, my favorite characters in it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's kind of, that's kind of an exciting thing. And, and like, I really feel like, especially with the cross and next gen, a lot of games are trying to push toward that, um, games as a service, like team up with your buddies raise the power level on your gear kind of experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, this is just another example of that. Harsh. And I, I don't, oh. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know that the the Arkham ones are going to be any different that they announced just recently. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Harsh, so. do you see yourself investing a lot of time into this game? Um, I could, because uh, that that whole like online multiplayer stuff, it it says you really shouldn't play it until you finish the campaign mode. So oh. I I'm just kind of curious of what that's going to be like once we once we get there. Yeah. Yeah. So neither so of that, you have beat it. That's really gonna. No. Okay. That's just going to determine like how much time I put into is what what that's all like. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I don't anticipate like chasing higher power levels with each character. Hmm. But if I can if I can use one a little bit and kind of explore that unlock tree, then that's kind of what I am interested in. Hmm. Um if they the, the the problem becomes how they they monetize it and like that's what the big question is if they are making us buy every single character that comes out and they might have already announced how they how they plan to do this i don't i don't know what the i think the plan is i think the characters are just getting added and the thing that you buy is the battle pass which is in so, which is individual per character yeah and the battle passes just earn cosmetics right just like they would for any other right so you, you technically don't have to spend extra money to play the extra stuff. Yeah. Which is if that's the case, and you know, I I think, you know, I'm I'm excited for for what this could be, hmm. and I I was hesitant to jump in, and then I saw some people saying, hey, I actually kind of like the story, and it was like, good, that's probably how I'll feel, and then yeah. after playing it, you know, I I've had fun with the combat, like I I like flying around as Iron Man and then like managing a literal meter that is my anger as Hulk. Like that is a <laughs> cool gameplay mechanic. Yeah. So, you know, I it depends on how wild they get with adding characters. Like Doctor Strange could be sweet. I want to play a cool version of Doctor Strange so bad. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Cool. The the thing the thing we did today, I wanted to get on with harsh before I came on the show so I could see what the multiplayer looked like. Um, most of it is intended for end game, but there are missions that you can, they're like grindy side missions that you can use in the middle of the campaign to yeah. level up your characters. And so yeah. those offer the drop in drop out stuff that like destiny would. And it, you know, you're in the Quinjet, you go to your, you go to your, uh, like little war table that has all your missions on it, just like you would in Destiny, and then it has your matchmaking, so you can invite. Like me and Harsh just played the whatever war table missions that were there. So the the in and out co op seemed to work fine. Yeah, and, uh, I couldn't I couldn't tell any changes in terms of like enemy numbers or anything like that. So uh, there's yeah. still there's still some interesting stuff to be explored, but I'm kind of like pleasantly pleased with that game hmm. good yeah yeah and it looks good it's got uh good graphics yeah it's got good graphics <laughs> good graphics <laughs> cool that is a game i will never play i'm pretty sure yeah um yeah I because i i recently revisited destiny 2 and i was like man i could play like a lot more destiny 2 <laughs> So and you fit, like, you still think you could? You mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I when I when I started shooting some things, I was like, man, Destiny is good. <laughs> Destiny yeah. is still Destiny is still really good. Um. So yeah, like, there's like no chance in hell I'd get invested in a Marvel thing. 
Yeah, I didn't even ask you, honestly, did I? I don't think I did. Oh. Oh, so should I not get, express my opinion at all? Well, no, I'm just I'm saying it's not surprising. You should yeah. you should express your, your yeah. opinion. No. No. I'm just I, saying I didn't expect you to care. I think I think I think that game could be interesting to me, but I'm I want to see where it goes cuz like if what? if if it is going to just be add a bunch of characters and fight a bunch of robots like no i don't care what what could be interesting about it that you would like i think like, it would i think, think it would be cool to see that story stuff expand i mean i'm i have no love for the movies or anything and it and the fact that it's separate of all of that makes it more appealing actually yeah like i have yeah. i have no it doesn't feel like i missed out on 15 years of stuff cuz I didn't follow it closely or care about it. So if they could make a superhero thing that was interesting to me, that would be cool. Um, so yeah. I'm, I am curious to see where it goes. Uh, but cynically and, and what you think it might do, like that's not interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. I, I it seems, it seems to be, I, I'm curious how it's sold and, yeah, what, I wonder and what that the play, too. And what the player base is like, and like if, because I mean, people, I, everything I've heard is yes, the story is good, but I don't know how people feel about what the other stuff is. Like, yeah. like once you, like once you finish it, is it really worth playing that much of? Because like, like, like your example, like with Destiny, um, I never went back and played through with other characters in Destiny either, and they're yeah. extremely different. Like they're very different to play and i just never really cared to do that so i don't know like i don't know if other people would feel that way for marvel specifically because superheroes get to play with them it's better than apparently the marvel ultimate alliance comeback and and whatnot so um yeah it'll be yeah i would i would i would uh compare it more to like monster hunter and and using different weapons in monster hunter that's how you would, oh okay well like so you, you would have new i don't know hmm. i think destiny the core the core loop in destiny is the same you just get different power up abilities and stuff like this is a this is changing it a little more i would i would think that this but it doesn't matter it's not a hmm. i don't know okay I think that's what's good about Destiny, though, is that that core loop of shooting stuff, like you just said, I played two minutes of it, and you're like, oh, man, I could do this again. Mm -hmm. That's that's what keeps you coming back. Like, it doesn't really... The content is good. Like, well, having more content and stuff to play through is kind of what you're working toward. Right, and I would definitely push back on that immediately because, like, yeah. it was like, oh, it, the shooting was great, but it was also like, holy shit, I really like Destiny's universe. Like that's always yeah. that is always my fallback is like I like that universe a lot and it looks amazing and it's really weird and all that stuff. So so yeah, I mean if if Marvel does that just with the characters alone, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And their universe is pre-established, like they don't have to do any work for yeah, that they really, kind of. They kind of don't. That's right. So that's that's what I mean by adding characters like that work is kind of I don't know. It's just well, I'm interested to see what it does. We can Yeah. stop spending 45 minutes on it. So. <laughs> Wasn't that long? I feel like I, I feel like I've been talking the whole time. You have been talking the whole time, <laughs> just because I mean I didn't play it. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Harsh. Any thoughts that you didn't that has haven't been covered? Uh, I I don't think so. Okay. AJ pretty much explained the the entire game. So. <laughs> yeah. Who do you like playing as the best right now? 
I like Iron Man, but when we played, you were Iron Man, so I was like, oh, I gotta pick someone else. <laughs> why do you like? Why do you like Iron Man? Because I don't know. He's just cool. So they don't let you overlap <laughs> characters. Uh, no, it's... Not when you're like playing together. That's interesting. Hmm. Maybe, maybe like during the the online raids. That's what. Did, but... Yeah, like that's what I want. Well, yeah, I mean that that. I understand why they don't let you do that, but as far as like a player experience, I think that's that's an interesting decision. Yeah. I think you get armor for like when I'm playing as Iron Man, I don't exclusively get armor ma- Iron Man gear. That's good. Like you you get stuff yeah. for other people, so you that's should good. have enough you should have enough stuff to like play with your whole roster, I think. Yeah, I was just thinking more like literally every other game like this doesn't limit you like that. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. there's going to be there could be six hunters in a destiny raid or in yeah. World of Warcraft. Everybody could be whatever they want. You know, like it's yeah, that's that's a, a I understand for Marvel or for Avengers. I understand why it would work that way. It's just um, yeah, didn't really consider that actually. Yeah, <laughs> like two people want to be Iron Man. Somebody can't, <laughs> you know, like that's yeah, you know, you just can't. So uh so yeah. Anyway, I'm yeah, playing a I new hope, game. I hope that's just for the campaign part. I'm I'm curious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm curious like what what that means later at the end game stuff. Yeah. Um I got a new game though. Very exciting. What'd you get? Very exciting you new get? game. Uh Spelunky 2 came out. It's a re it's a sequel to your favorite game of all time a very one one of them i probably would one of your, i probably would one of your five desert island yeah i would games. probably put spelunky as a desert island game actually would you yeah i would uh i played a lot of that first see game. there we go my my long convoluted intro came back to sure. be the theme of the episode sure there you go i uh i played a lot of that game um there there's what is what what is it I don't know what I I've seen footage of Spelunky. I I knew that it was like a classic. I I knew Spelunky Two was coming out, so I just decided, hey, I'll probably just catch up at Spelunky Two, and I decided I was going to buy on PC, which hasn't come out for another two weeks. Right. So this is like the little grace period where I get to hear people talk about it and uh, tell me what it's like. Spelunky is a, I would almost say a bare bones rogue experience. Uh, more more in more in the sense of what what that term where that term comes from where it's run based you don't carry any progress between runs at all nothing and it's just get as far as you can and score as best as you can basically and it's primarily just a platformer it has you it has like a really basic melee action combat um but also you can get guns and different stuff like that bombs the biggest thing is bombs you are a you are literally spelunking in a cave um but the the appeal of the game is that it is it is systems on top of systems on top of systems just compounding in really interesting ways and it it's it looks so simple on its face but there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that can turn into situations that are just crazy. And every time you play the game, it's totally different. It's procedurally generated. Uh, your path could be different through, through the game. You get totally different items through the game. And something about 
how it plays is just really appealing. Like that that was always one of my biggest things with the first game is that it is incredibly tight. It is incredibly tight platforming and movement and everything. And whenever whenever something bad happens, it's one of those examples of you fucked up. Like there could there could be a situation where a lot of those systems compound into something that you couldn't have done anything about, and that does happen, but it's interesting when that happens. Like it's like, oh, okay, well, that was insane. I'm just gonna start another run. And it's not like some huge investment where runs only take like half an hour, like it, I believe, or faster. Um, for the second game, I don't know what that number is because I haven't made it very far because I haven't played in a while, so it's really difficult. But like you're not you're not investing a ton of time into one run that could really suck if you lose it, which which is one of the problems with dead cells. I think dead cells required you invest a lot of time into a run and you could save in the middle of a run, which you can't do in Spelunky. You can't do that in most rogue games. Um, so I, I've talked a lot about Spelunky on 2v1. I flipped out on Josh on an episode, uh, which was bad. Because he didn't like it, um, but yeah, it's it's Splunky Two is more of the it, it is literally more of the first game, uh, like almost almost initially offensively, uh, like when I first started playing it, I was like, why did you guys make a sequel to this game? Because it's yeah. it is exactly the same game, but um, you know, as you get a little bit deeper into it, and I still haven't got very far. I only played it one night so far since it's been out um they, they do they did come up with some different stuff some different tweaks and how your pathing can be different and um mm-hmm. so that's that's exciting because i was like a little i was a little taken aback i was just like whoa what uh what's going on here like you just released the exact same game basically what took so long but um yeah they did new artwork all that new stuff uh still feels really good um I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't really know how to sell Spelunky to people, because like yeah. it, it is. It is very much rooted in like old school thinking, in terms of video game design. Uh, in terms of, in terms of rogue design, like nowadays, like almost every rogue game that comes out has like persistent progress in a way. Yeah. Like. Like dead cells, you unlock items that can show up later in the game, or like you're unlocking start different starting equipment, or like that's how Rogue Legacy worked, and like yeah, I feel like they got to give you a little bit of uh, uh money towards your your time spent. Yeah, and is, like is like the Spelunky. So something that's really interesting. I mentioned this last episode. Um, the one designer of the game, Derek, you wrote wrote a book about the design of the first game and it's, and it's fascinating. And he is, he was very, very specifically influenced by dark souls and how dark souls obviously has progress carrying you through the game. It's a role-playing game, but the, the one thing that isn't so tangible is knowledge in a souls game and yeah. and that that's inherent to like the rogue thing from forever ago is that and still in current games like the idea is that you might not be making like tangible progress through the game 
but you are but learning. You're learning. Yeah. You're learning a lot more and you're learning something constantly. And, and like every run is like, okay, now I know not to do this or I know how to deal with this or whatever. And I think that's what Spelunky is trying to that, simulate. That is primarily what the game is and like why it's appealing. And like even, even once you feel like, like I didn't play a shit ton of the first game, like I 40, 40 hours or so, but like I am still absolutely an amateur you know like i i'm an amateur at that game and like that and i think that's really wild because it's not just it's not just knowledge like it is a platformer and it's and it's a challenging platformer you die constantly so like not only do you have to be able to perform but you have to also have the knowledge to get through it and i think that's how dark souls at its most fundamental level Works, works also too. yeah and and like why it's good and stuff so so yeah spelunky 2 is more spelunky and uh i'm excited about it because any other reason to play spelunky is great you don't but i'm, pr- I'm probably good wait until it comes out on pc there right uh oh well yeah i mean i didn't want to wait i'm gonna i'll buy it again but like i just what, what does it cost on ps4 it's only 20 bucks it's a nice. that's a cheap game. Nice. That's that's something they could have definitely charged more money for too. Um, Is it worth still playing the first one? No, that's what I was gonna say. You don't you don't really need to play the first. It you could go right into the second. It doesn't matter. Like they, <laughs> the little tiny bit of story that exists in that game, I actually really appreciate what they did with two. And uh, my one criticism so far for two is that the soundtrack is not as good as the first. Ah, uh, dang. Yeah. So that's. That's kind of a bummer because, like, because of how the game works, you're going to be replaying the same things over and over and over. And and what was awesome in the first game was hearing a couple of those tracks that were, like, really great on loop and, like, really interesting and fun. And just it this doesn't have that so far, which I'm kind of upset about. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I... um. I'll probably be the second game's the second game soundtrack is never as good as the first. <laughs> do you have another example? Do you have another example of that? Uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, I disagree one hundred percent. Hotline Miami two soundtrack is awesome. I'm trying to think. There was another game that I was thinking. Yeah, I was curious. I because I can't think of one off the top of my head. Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy doesn't have a sequel. It has a remake. Well, yeah, that doesn't count because. That was a weird licensing thing, which sucked. That did suck, but Doom Eternal. That's a good example. Might as well be the same music. That's a good example. Uh, anyways, yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to play that game. Yeah, Spelunky is a neat thing. It's it's a really neat thing. I think it's worth trying, and and now is the time to try it because you know it's the most recent version. Highly recommend that book about the game on Boss Fight Books. It's just called Spelunky. It's in, it's super fascinating. If you have any interest in game design, it's it's very well done. Um, I have I am probably going to stream this game a lot, uh, and I streamed it once so far on Twitch.tv slash Lost in a Contraption. So uh, stay tuned for that. Maybe I'll actually get through the secret path of this game, which I did not complete in the first one. So. Nice. Yeah. He will with your help though. With your bits. Yeah, with your not no, it doesn't with have to be bits. bits. I just need your I just need your faith. Your faith you in, can, in the chat. 
You can spend bits for cheers, and so that's what they would do. Spend you spend bits to give you little cheers. I'm, like, come on, Nick. I'm not. I'm not asking for money. <laughs> <laughs> just just your love and support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, continuing on, we had some technical technical difficulties with my man Harsh. Yes, uh, he was. He wishes you all <laughs> peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> He's all right, but uh, we're gonna continue without him. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we were talking about uh, Spelunky. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much else there. Um, I think that game is you know it's pretty basic <laughs> on its surface level, so. Highly, it's been a pretty highly recommended, at least. Let's put it that way. Pretty popular stream game as of late. Yeah, I got some uh, some other smaller games that I've uh, I've played in the last since the last time we talked. My brother and I f- completed Streets of Rage four. Okay. And off the back of that, I went and played Battletoads. Yeah. On the on the Games Pass, I, I completed both those games. Uh, they're very similar. Um. They're beat 'em ups, little beat couple hours to complete beat 'em up type games. Uh, that specific type of brawler beat 'em up game, uh, my brother and I grew up playing quite a bit. Yeah. So I kind of have a special place in my heart for you know those kind of games. In terms of you know, does this game offer any- anything in in 2020? Uh, how how do you feel about those games? Do you like the brawler type of games? Yeah, like- yeah, I do. I don't know that I ever really go out of my way to play them, I guess. I would say I like them. I just haven't... Um... What's one that you played? Oh, I mean, Castle Crashers was an amazing one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Castle Crashers was really good. Yeah. Uh, I played so Maximum Carnage in college <laughs> a lot. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage 4 kind of does the thing where they made the exact same game as Streets of Rage 3, which is a game that I grew up with. They have like a new graphic engine. Yeah. But it works exactly the same way. Your heavy attack still hurts you. It doesn't really have a combo system. There's like kind of a juggle that you can do. Okay. And you might get specials and that's it. Uh, It's completely the arcade experience. You know, you have a limited number of lives. Once you run out of those lives, you go to continue if you press continue, you have to start the whole mission over again. But they do do a nice thing where they have, for less points that you score on completing the level, you can like give yourself more lives or give yourself a second continue or different things that are going to decrease your, your modifier on your points. Okay. So, you know, my brother came over. We sat down. It probably took us two and a half, three hours to play through. Uh, has a ripping soundtrack, <laughs> just like the old old games do, and it, it pretty much offered the same experience that you that we had playing on Sega. Yeah, which was which was good. That's what I wanted from the game, yeah. honestly. Uh, Battletoads kind of had a different approach to the formula, which is interesting. Yeah, I want to know about this game. Okay, so they they brought it t- to twenty twenty. They they made like a very meta game okay. where they're like talking about um they're kind of cracking jokes about oh we're irrelevant now we need to be more relevant yeah and so it has like it's basically like a flash cartoon with the brawler gameplay with the mini games that were in 
old Battletoads games, which is like includes a hover bike and some other things. And then they also added some quick time event sequences uh, to kind of go with the story that this game is trying to tell. Okay. And so it doesn't look very good like in screens or in trailer, but it looked really good in motion on my computer. Yeah. And bright colors popping off the screen. Uh, the, they, I think they spent 98% of the budget on animating the turd or the toads. Really? The battle toads. <laughs> And the rest of the money was like the rest of the two percent went to the entire rest of the game. <laughs> so like, like it didn't play well. Is that what you mean? Oh no, it play. It's tight. It's tight. It plays probably better than uh, I would say better than Streets of Rage. Okay. It's really tight. Um, it's still difficult. Like they ask that you uh, fight quite a bit of enemies and do some pretty difficult quick time events. Yeah. And everything lasts like twice as long as it should. Oh. Which is interesting for this type of game, I think. Um, it it doesn't overstay its welcome per se, but I think like if you're just if you're just looking to check this out and see what it is, there's not gonna be a lot of people that are gonna finish the game. Really? If you if you don't have an interest in like playing this type of thing, you're gonna be like, man, I'm still fighting, I'm still doing this hover bike race, and you're gonna say that a lot because huh. the, the the levels are extended. That's but, strange. You know, total playtime probably took me four and a half hours. Yeah, and I was very impressed with the amount of writing. Like this thing is throwing jokes at the wall left and right, hmm. and I and I think they nail some of that humor. It's definitely video game humor. Like, oh, he got hit in the nuts. His diaper's full of duty, like type of humor. <laughs> <laughs> those are actual those are actual jokes from the game. I was the about way. to ask, was that like really in the game cuz Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just another one of those things Games Pass, which both these games are available on Games Pass by the way. Yeah. Like if you have any interest in all, I don't know why you wouldn't just download and Check it out and then see for yourself, yeah. you know? So, and I think they're both, you know, worthy of that, especially for fans of the genre. So it was kind of neat to play a relevant Battletoads game. I would really like to see what that team uh, would try to do with a bigger budget because I think that thing is like bursting at the seams with... Was it rare? Yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they were involved on it. I think there was probably another developer that... Hmm. Maybe their logo is at the front of the game. Yeah, they still own the property, I believe. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that they made the game per se. Yeah. When's the last time you played original Battletoads? So I never played original Battletoads. Wow. We had Battletoads Double Dragon, oh, which was I've never played that. Um, a mashup between the Double Dragon video games, which were also brawlers. Yeah. And the Battletoads game. And you could pick either the Toads or the Brothers, and it was the same like Battle Toads engine hmm. and stuff. So, and we played quite a bit of that, and that was also very hard. My brother and I could probably only beat the first three worlds of a ten world game. Battle Toads so. was really fucking hard. That was really hard. I rented that game all the time and got so angry at it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, we we owned that one. I could I could pull that Sega tape out of a closet for you somewhere um well it's on rare replay that's why i asked and uh, okay. and i revisited it on rare replay and i was like yeah this game's 
still really fucking hard. It's it's insanely hard. And um I think the uh the one there there is something interesting on Rare Replay. There's an arcade version of Battletoads that I didn't even well, know existed. I know this from buying arcade games on Switch. When you see a true arcade port of a brawler, you should run the other way because they're literally designed unfair because the whole objective right. of the game is to pump your quarter right. in there to keep playing. Yeah, so, so there's like nothing you can do sometimes and not take damage. It's just how those games are, Rare replay, are made. Rare Replay is awesome and it lets you just skip th- through those. Um, You don't have to play it like an arcade game, which is awesome. You can just, yeah, you can just when the continue comes up, it's like, yeah, just continue. Just hit continue. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's yeah. cool. And I didn't know that well, existed, but that was still really hard. <laughs> that game was still how, super hard. That's how most of them work, like on the Switch. Oh, okay. But but if the game's design is is so that you can't, yeah, you can't beat it. Sometimes like it takes all the fun of like playing it out because you're literally just mashing, and there's not consequences to yeah anything. It was more it was more neat just to see it because I didn't know that existed. Uh, yeah, and it was yeah. and it was like a slightly different art style. It was like and because it was on 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 an arcade machine as compared to an NES, an ar- arcade arcades looked amazing. Yeah, like arcade machines yeah. looked amazing. So it was it was cool to see like better versions of them, but. And I'm sure I'm sure the motorbike sequences on there. I'm sure the Oh yeah, it was uh, impossible. Like, the original NES yeah. motorbike is impossible. <laughs> they have a ship sequence where you're kind of uh, top down on a ship and like the sequence is a near automata. Yeah, I don't even there's blaster ships. I don't they have even those. remember seeing all that, that in the original game. All that stuff is brought to twenty twenty. Did they do the thing where you're falling down like a hole and you're like swinging you're swinging on like strings and trying to avoid things? Did they have that in the new one? Uh, they have these like tongue sequences where your tongue goes out and you grab and you go back and forth to the foreground of the level. Okay, that's not. So we didn't do we didn't do the same, but you do swing from your tongue. It just wasn't the, the walk on the wall thing that you're talking yeah, about with the uh, yeah the original. I think that's the furthest I've ever made it. I can't remember. I can't remember if that's the furthest I ever made it, and the motorbike thing is after that, or if the motorbike thing is before that. But that's the last thing I can picture in original Battletoads is like. It's either the bike thing or going down that fucking hole in the ground where you're trying to avoid things as you're falling and swinging, and it's bullshit. That game was such bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Even as an adult, it is bullshit. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't... I was like, oh, yeah, I'm an adult now. I should be able to, like, get through this and whatever. And pff, no. No. <laughs> Those, it's, more bu- it's more bullshit as an adult than it, is as a, yeah. it was as a kid. You're like, what? I don't have time for yeah, this Yeah, I now. don't have time for this at all. Like, no thank you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's about it. Other than that, I I finished Final Fantasy. You know, we've talked about that off air quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I liked that game more. Still, me too. I'm, I'm I'm more interested in you know some other Final Fantasy games. Like that new one looks cool. I might get around to 15 at some point. I don't know. We'll see. Don't play 15. It's not worth your time. I promise. I'm not I'm not even being. It's just not. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's it's not. There's like the combat is what's redeeming about that game and the open world. It's not really worth 30 hours of your time in my opinion. Um play anything else. <laughs> play any, anything. Play any other game. Yeah, basically. Uh Yeah, Final Fantasy was 
very curious to see where the remake series goes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. But uh, what what do you got? What have you been? Did you start, uh, you start Yakuza yet? Yeah, I I started the next in the ser- in the new quote series Yakuza Kiwami One, which is a remake of the first game. Um, yeah, I like Yakuza a lot. I don't have a ton to say about it. It's a beat 'em up. <laughs> so yeah, like that's that's it. Yeah, this I is mean, whole episode. That's the that's that's the tie from that is that it it is one hundred percent a very classic beat 'em up just in three D and uh and and with a surprising amount of depth that I think Zero didn't do a great job of letting you experiment with and as I'm only probably like eight hours into Kiwami, but like it has a lot there, but there isn't any thing to force you there isn't any really any real reason yeah to engage with it like and that sucks because like so i played through all of zero on the standard difficulty and i kind of regretted it because it sort of made me hate some of the game a little bit um the combat could be really cool but it's sort of monotonous and like bosses suck because you just do the same thing over and over they just have a ton of health so like that stuff, that stuff gets in the way of what's good about those games. So I turned Kiwami down to easy, and I'm so happy because we've talked. We've talked a lot about how like Uncharted is good on easy. Like I think you should play Uncharted games on easy because it gives you an experience that is different than what it was designed for. Like in terms of the shooting and stuff, where you can just blow through it like an action movie, and I love that. And Yakuza, I think, is one of those other candidates because you are playing through a melodramatic anime about a very, very dour main character that just gets into fights constantly. And because he's getting into fights constantly, if the gameplay isn't if the gameplay isn't stellar, then it just gets stale. And, and it's kind of annoying and it's not like interesting or whatever. It just gets in the way of what is really fun about that game, which is just experiencing Japan through the eyes of the mob or, or like yeah. people adjacent to the mob or whatever. And then also it's very silly. It's a very silly series. It has a lot of jokes. It doesn't take itself. It takes itself both very serious and not serious at all, which is why it's fun. And, um, so, like, if you're playing through on the standard difficulty, it's not, like, it's not hard, but it just throws fights at you so often that it just, it becomes monotonous within, like, two hours. Like, you've... So... Go ahead, keep going. No, go ahead. For me, often, I find that bump to easy is what makes it monotonous for me. Really? Well, so the point yeah. the point that I was going to make was that because because you're playing through kind of this, like... Uh, it's it's still very grounded in reality but at the same time it's so fantastical so like you'll be you'll you'll be in like a bar and someone will look at kiryu the wrong way and he's like fuck you and then you just are you're just fighting you're just fighting like 20 guys and it's hilarious because you are taking out 20 guys by yourself single-handedly and like the game's engine 
allows you to pick up like 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 old beat em ups. It lets you pick up yeah. stuff in the environment and start swinging it around wildly, and like you're picking up like full on tables and slamming them into groups of enemies at one time. And so, not having to really worry about the potential loss is what makes it more fun in my opinion like i'm just gonna go into this and start swinging i'm just gonna swing so hard with any item i can pick up or i'm gonna switch all my fighting styles on the fly and do all this crazy shit and not really worry about managing a meter or managing health or anything and like just revel in the chaos and i think that's what makes it fun where if it the game doesn't feel good enough to engage with its its challenge i don't think like it's it's stiff it's hard to target people um you're getting attacked from all angles at all times and you sort of can't really do a ton about it so like trying to make space for yourself is difficult and just having gone through zero on like their standard difficulty, I don't really want to do that again. And I like the I like the world enough, and I like the the characters yeah, enough. You, I, you're not there for the combat. Yeah, I'm, really. I'm not there for the combat at all. And and if anything, by not making it, um, what's the word? It, it's not it's not hindering me at all. Yeah. It it, yeah, it makes it, it, it. It, it like the combat comes up and I'm like I'm just gonna you don't have to get annoyed. With I'm gonna it. fucking yeah. steamroll over all of you because I yeah. am a badass and nothing can stop me because that's what the story is and like that's that's fun. Like I think that's fun because like people will always be like you're gonna take on like ten of us and it's like yeah I'm gonna swing a motorcycle at you and slam it on your head. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna take you all out with this motorcycle. <laughs> I wish I uh, I wish I could play games like that. I I feel like. Even rationalizing like why it would be easy in my head, just it still doesn't do it enough for me. I just don't I, need a I, challenge from everything. Like I have not, I sh- I'm not proving anything to anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm not, yeah. I'm not hating on on the way you're doing it. I just, I just like, think a lot of people. I think a lot of people do get hung up on that aspect. Like if you've been playing video games your whole life, you kind of feel like, why would I play it on easy? But yeah. there is a reason. Yeah, I just, I need that. I need to engage with the systems, like having having the systems be pushed in front of me without me en- engaging with them. Like even if it's like health or or MP or whatever, like using Final Fantasy as an example. Yeah, it just it just is like stuff that I am clicking through for no. It's, it feels like I'm wasting my time. Oh well, like it, it hurts my enjoyment of the thing a little bit because. It's like it's here, and now I'm not engaging with it. So now it's just me prompt pressing bump button prompts through the thing, and like then I wish it wasn't here at all. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it becomes no- becomes more noticeable to me because it's it's it sticks out. Then yeah. as opposed to it's like I don't need the challenge, but the fact that I'm spending time on it, and then like just clunking through it with on easy mode because the way they make easy mode on games anymore, it's like they're just nothing. They re- they really are made to be accessible so that you can play whatever skill level you are yeah. through a game. Yeah. So, like for me, I I constantly find myself on games that I switch things to easy. I constantly find myself like bumping it back up uh, to normal just because like my time with the game is like oh man I'm just why am I even doing this? Well, so, so that's a that's a good question because like um does it why why does it need to have any kind of 
anything like that in order to feel like you're not wasting your time. Like if you're if you come out of that saying like I like this story, I like this character, I liked running around this world, like who cares? Who cares? You know, like that's that's my point, I guess. Like who who cares if you kind of just blew through that part of the gameplay, right? Like if you walk away from it still enjoying aspects of it, I think it I think it's still not a wa- it's not a waste of time. But yeah. Another thing is, um, so I'm not just turning my brain off either, which I think is another really fine line to walk. Like Final Fantasy seven is a good example because easy, you literally can turn your brain off. It is so yeah. that easy mode is so easy that you, you actually don't even play the game. Yeah, that's not Yakuza's easy mode. And I, I would also say that's not Uncharted's easy mode either. Like you do have to do things and you can still lose. And like, I think with, um, with something like Yakuza that does have depth in its combat, I'm still trying to like screw around with things and like do different moves and switch stances and mess around with like the, uh, like there's a whole thing in that game where you can equip items and stuff like in weapons and whatever that I didn't really mess with in zero. Cause it doesn't really, doesn't do a great job of explaining it to you. But, um, so like I'm, I will go out of my way to like force uh, variation, I guess, in games. And so like I'm still doing that in Yakuza. It's just I don't have to worry about losing progress because like what 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 is what is being gained losing progress in a game like that compared to something like Dark Souls? I'm not I'm not learning anything new in Yakuza after five hours of playing the game. And that's the game. That's the game's fault. I think it's just designed that way. It's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, that that's the experience that I want. I want the, I want to be, I want to explore systems, right. In the same way. And then I want to be rewarded for exploring those systems by finding more effective ways through the combat. Yeah. And I don't I don't experience that on easy because every way is effective. So the exploring of the systems is kind of just like going to it's this Yeah, it's it's not it's yeah. not turning my brain off, but it's just like it's hard to to gauge what is is what. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I really only have two examples for this logic. Yeah, Unch- yeah. Uncharted, there's nothing to plumb the depths there with the yeah. combat at all. And I think Yakuza has the depth there, but how the game is designed, even on normal difficulty, it also doesn't matter. Like you, you yeah. could, you could play through normal, not doing any of that. And you could play through normal, <clears throat> learning it in and out. And it wouldn't matter. Like you wouldn't, I yeah. don't think you would feel rewarded. I didn't feel rewarded in zero. Like that's yeah. that I, I went through one of them. I, I gave it its chance. I didn't feel like I mastered that game because it just doesn't, it frankly doesn't feel good to play. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it feels, it feels stiff and kind of weird and sloppy, but that's where like, I'm looking at all the other things. Like I love running around Japan. I love running around this little area of Japan and like meeting super weird people kind of like, um, kind of like how Red yeah. Dead and GTA does it and stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. You don't gotta. Well, you don't gotta sell me on it. I, that that I well, that's why th- that's why I think Yakuza is good. Like, I'm, it's not just yeah. you. It's like anybody listening. Like Yakuza is good because it's such a cool setting. Like, I can't think of any other game 
that does that, that lets you do that. Like gets this like very grounded look while very silly, this very grounded look at just like hanging out in a small city of Japan and like seeing how like the honor system of like the Yakuza might work and like how serious they take it. And it's just, it's cool. The characters are cool. Um, I don't know. It's just fun. That part is so fun to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and it, and it gets really out of control really fast. Like I, uh, when I last played, I sent you guys a snap of, uh, this one mini game that's in it, <laughs> which is, which is collecting cards that are like scantily clad women in quotes, dressed up as beetles and you fight them. You, you like, it's like a trading card game. Like a Pokemon battle. Yeah, it's like a trading card game that transitions to a full-on like 3D fighting system. And when it first zoomed out, I was like, "Holy shit, do they have like Dead or Alive in here or something or Virtua Fighter?" Because that's that's what I thought. Because it's Sega, so I, I thought it was gonna be like Virtua Fighter or something. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, what?" And and it turns out it's just like a rock paper scissors thing. But it's just it's so stupid. Like there's this whole stupid system in that game that you could never see like it's just this silly side story with kids playing a trading card game of scantily clad women <laughs> yeah and that, that's the kind of it's the kind of game kids want to play i mean yes and like the i think i think yakuza is also like it's so upfront about what is super like you mentioned with Catherine, like how different japan is than america yeah like the yakuza games are another good example of just like this is such a weird, potentially weird culture. Like they totally get yeah. into w way different stuff than we do and like how they, how they're open about it and how it, you know, and they do like the whole like host thing where like you can go to clubs and just like have pretty women or men talk to you for a while and you pay them to do that. Like that's, that's like a whole industry and it's, it's just so wild. It's so weird. Um, that's neat. Yeah, it's a game. It's those are games that I'll uh, I will play one day. Yeah, because I I think I I uh, I think I'll probably like that beat 'em up combat more than you do. I think I don't dislike it. I actually would defend some aspects of it. It just is. Yeah. It's just a barrier. It's a it's a barrier because it happens so often. Like it it comes up yeah. so much, and it's not it's not some four hour two D beat 'em up. It's a thirty hour full on experience where it just it's just there's too much of it like you get a yeah. you get accosted on the street constantly like yeah. it's not even like main story stuff it's like you running to a point you are you are encountering fights all the time this is a uh, this is a conversation we have uh, over and over over and over about games yeah i mean you can call it impatience <sighs> but i'm not alone on that either I, i'm i'm not saying you're impatient i just it's just funny we're always returning to there's too much combat in this well because because <laughs> i don't think a lot of games earn that i i i will always say that i i just don't think a lot of games earn the right for that amount of time like if if you're gonna make me do something that much sell it to me and if you don't then it's kind of just in the way so yeah yeah um, yeah, I don't ha I don't have too many other things. I've I've second act of Gears Tactics. I've I'm okay, still all into the way it through that. Um, yeah, I'm still into it. I it doesn't offer any of the meta game stuff that I think makes XCOM interesting. 
Yeah. Like you, you only you're only really editing soldiers and that's it. Yeah. With like gear and stuff. And uh so like there's not a lot of consequences to losing them or yeah. but I did bump it to the normal difficulty and uh have enjoyed my time with it a lot more, yeah. actually. I was playing on hard because I read something that said if you play XCOM you should play this on hard and it was like it was hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the normal difficulty has been a lot better. Um, but yeah, it's, I think that's, I would recommend that game to people that are interested in like the tactical gameplay of XCOM, but they don't want to deal with all the spinning plates of the campaign managing. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, like for me and I'm sure Nick too, is like the campaign managing plus the, the combats is like kind of what makes that interesting. Totally. So you're like kind of a missing an aspect there, but like if someone wanted to ease into it, I think this is a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, like like other ones that I've liked a lot too, like the Banner Saga. The Banner Saga's meta thing is is minor, but but it's still really cool, and it and it really matters for enjoying that that series. Yeah, so that's it's kind of an interesting thing to me that a lot of games feel the need to have that meta. Like Firearm had the whole or Firearm Fire Emblem had the whole. Right. Uh, yeah, right. It's like two separate games almost, where yeah. you're 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 doing an adventure thing plus you're playing the tactics game so yeah this is all tactics yeah so if that's what you want then uh so i think check um, it out i haven't finished chimera squad still and uh i keep meaning to get back to it but chimera squad really did pare down that metagame it still has and, it and you feel like it's i think it's, it's hard i think it's lacking yeah it's less uh so the commitment, I, I haven't returned to Gears Tactics as much as I've probably wanted to or or think about. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. The, there's like this thing with XCOM where because of that metagame, I feel like when you go to end your play session, you start tinkering with like a little thing yeah. in, in the campaign. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're there for two more all hours. All of a sudden I'm in another like, fight because I want to like finish this yeah, research yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so what happens with, with the, when the game doesn't have that is I finish a scenario and there's nothing to do in between the scenarios except for click the next scenario and start the next scenario. Yeah. So I, I like end my play session faster than I would have with XCOM where I like, once I come out of a fight, I'm like, well, I got a new gun. Let's put that on somebody. Yep. So I remember to do that before I play next time. And, oh, this research is almost done. So I'll click that before next time. Oh, oh, here the, the enemy just dropped in. And then like, you're already... Yeah. It it just kind of like has its hooks in you all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of with Gears. So Yeah, so um I I I will sign up for Game Pass again at some point just to like check back in on things I missed and I'll I'll check in on yeah. that for sure. Uh we also recently learned that remember when I think I think it was on an episode where it was like we were surprised like that wasn't on consoles. Right. Yeah. And it will be on Series S and X. And oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Apparently, it's it's apparently a launch title for them in quotes. Um, so th- it's it's a great it's a great indicator that they were not confident it would run well on the current ones because those games are incredibly hardware, uh, taxing. So. Yeah, it's kind of that game's kind of cool. The, there's no like grid or anything that you're playing yeah. on, so you can kind of go anywhere and 
And it works like uh, Divinity does with your action points and your your move. Yeah, the stuff. distance you move. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty. Neat. I really hope the next XCOM uh, makes the jump to something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be cool. But is there is there anything else you've been playing? I got. Uh, yeah. I'm heading to Backshift for a week. I'm gonna have uh, Wonderful 101 pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, I got a. a there's another big one that um, I don't know if you. I think you said you played it. Tony Hawk, the Tony Hawk one and two. Oh yeah. I've been playing Tony Hawk too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I was initially not super interested in it, but I just couldn't resist nostalgia. I just couldn't, uh, those were incredibly important games to me. Skateboarding was a huge part of my life. Pop punk was a huge part of my life. So like it, I just couldn't, I could not, not support the remake of these games. Yeah. What do you think? It's good. It's a good Tony Hawk game. It still feels like Tony Hawk. Uh, I was maybe a, like, you know, the nostalgia forced me to buy it. And, you know, I'm probably not going to play it that much. But it is cool. It is, it's just cool. It's just cool to revisit. I, yeah. I, I did revisit Tony Hawk 1 probably like five years ago on N64. Oof. That was hard to go back to. But... Now, like, it just looks nicer, you know, seeing all those all those levels that I have so much nostalgia for, like, just seeing them in better resolution and frame rate and better textures, all of that is, like, worth just seeing. Yeah, they added all that stuff. Yeah, and it's still, it still feels like Tony Hawk, like, you know, it's, you're just doing stupid. They, they added in all the, all the later stuff that made Tony Hawk 3 incredible, which was, like, reverting and manualing and stuff, so, like, you can just do stupid combos that don't make any sense. <laughs> um, so that, like, that's fun again, too. Uh, I, I was hoping maybe I would, like, get into leaderboards for that game, but I don't think I will. Um, I used to like really care way back in the day about getting super high scores. Cause like we didn't have anything to do as kids. So, yeah. so like chasing those high scores was appealing, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I want to play through all of one and two and like every, I want to play through everything. I just don't know like how it brings up the checklist of like get skate and get the secret tape and whatever. I don't know that I'm going to care about all of that you just want to get scores on all of it i don't know i don't know what i want out of it i just like i I played through like four of the levels of tony hawk one and i was like you know i don't need to check off this checklist again you know i already did that right like i kind of just want to see it do some tricks i think you'll have to do the checklist in order to unlock the levels you have to do some of it yeah you have to do it's not going to be that it's not going to be too uh um, restrictive even even back yeah. even back in the day it wasn't very restrictive yeah so but yeah it's a neat thing uh i i, I appreciate my it. only complaint my only complaint about it is the lack of uh like create a skater options what do you mean it's just pretty it's just pretty bare bones i think for in terms of like really yeah yeah i think so a little bit hmm. it seems there's it like seemed five, standard to me i guess i don't know there's like five faces and yeah I don't know. That's all, but that's that's not a huge complaint. I mean, that's just yeah. That's that's silly stuff. I I still had fun making a guy, and I I played the, I've checked most of the boxes on the first five or six levels. Yeah, I did. I did so. up to. I'm on Minneapolis, and I finished everything up to Minneapolis. And once I got there, I was like, maybe I just want to play through these and see what happens. I don't know. I'm yeah. not gonna like yeah. worry about completing that game in quotes. 
So does uh does that game have online? Can like I play with yeah, you? Yeah, it does. That might be kind of fun one night to do. Yeah, I was curious about that too. Actually, like that would make the. But you're on you're on PC though, huh? Yeah. 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 Um, probably not happening then. Okay. <laughs> I, I bought it on PS4. Okay. Yeah. The I I was curious about maybe trying to do that, like maybe score attacking against people in the same skate park and stuff would be interesting. And and people have already made some like really crazy custom skate parks, which you know we couldn't yeah. we couldn't engage with literally at all back in the day yeah. so like now that there's the chance online and stuff yeah now yeah. that there's online and everything like that might be interesting and and it could be insane honestly well i've already yeah there's already been some pretty insane ones where people just make like roller coasters of grind rails <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a cool thing i'm i'm not i'm not regretting buying it or, at all so I, I've at this point i've bought most of the nostalgia remake stuff that that company has done Activision? No, it's like a uh there's oh, a Vicarious Visions. Yeah, yeah. Vicarious Visions. Right. They did the Crash Bandicoots, they did Crash Team Racing. Mm-hmm. I th- I don't know if they did Spyro and Medieval or not. I'm not sure. I don't know who did those. I but, forgot uh, Medieval got remade. Totally. I like them. having I like having modern versions of games that I had in my childhood, even if even if they I don't play them. Oh yeah, I mean, I just like I just like to own them. Yeah, totally. Like that soundtrack on that game, I listened to the shit out of that. Like it's yeah. just burned in my brain. Like all of those songs, it's it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Uh, I got one more small one that I don't know if you were ever interested in. I don't think you played it, but. The uh, it was like a minor sensation with games media that I felt was a little overblown, and that is Ape Out. Oh, you played that? I did. Yeah. You get sick of you get sick of uh, Paper Mario on your vacation. Oh yeah, I'm not very happy with Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not happy with that game, but um, not totally abandoned. But nothing else to really say about it. It's it's another game where he doesn't like the combat enough to stick around. Nope, it's not. Nope, it's not interesting enough. But I didn't. I played Ape Out on PC. It was free on Epic a while ago. Okay. So, um, like before I left on vacation, I was like, I have a little bit of time. What's like something small I could touch Bang that I've out. been curious about? And like that was the perfect uh, one of the perfect games. And that game is, uh, it's neat as a piece of like a work. Like the the design of it's Wait. very simple. But, like, visually and how the music adapts to how you're playing and, and all of that. Like, that stuff is really cool. Um, I don't think it's that interesting of a game to spend more than 20 minutes with, though. Which, uh, I, I feel like whenever it came out, everybody was, like, raving about it. And I was skeptical, and I my skepticism was correct for me personally. Um, I've, I've played through the first, like you play through like albums, which is neat because that's the whole thing with like the music is generated as you do things. And as you play through the levels, and I think that was like four levels of running through You're a giant monkey trying to escape, trying, you're literally an ape, not a monkey. You're, you're a gorilla escaping from some facility and it's extremely violent, um, top down, kind of like Hotline Miami, but you don't really have weapons. You just punch people or grab people and throw them. <laughs> and like that was cool. 
uh, but I don't know that I need to do a bunch of it. Uh, I liked I liked Hotline Miami for like its super weird story, its super weird setting. The music was amazing. The different combat situations with wep like melee weapons and guns and whatever like that that was really cool. Ape Out is so slimmed down to just punch people or grab people yeah. that it's like not enough. And and like getting through it was like it's neat to see like how they do things like the color palettes really slim down so like there's only like two or three colors at a time and like they did this one thing where like the lights went out so it was dark and you can only see the enemies like flashlights and stuff and like they there was there's there's really cool like artistic stuff like merit to that game I just don't really need to play any more of it um which is sort of a bummer but I kind of expected that I guess. Uh, I don't know if anybody grabbed it free. It's worth checking out, <laughs> but I wouldn't, it's not something I would like recommend, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It, like I would totally recommend hotline Miami over that game. Like, yeah. in know, like in yeah. every aspect, you know, it, it just doesn't do anything. It just doesn't do anything unique enough yeah. compared to them. So, but yeah, that's, that's it for me. Video game wise. Uh, anything you're looking out for in the future? You're, are you going to get that Mario collection? Yeah, you can play any of that. Yeah, right I yeah, and I'm actually really curious about the Battle Royale mode. Yeah, I forgot that happened since we last did an episode. That Battle Royale thing is free on the Nintendo Store. That's not on the collection. Yeah, of, uh, games. yeah, it's a totally other thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. going to get the collection. I don't. I just played Galaxy. I don't. I don't know if I'll even play them, but I just want to have it. Yeah. But, like, out of that same announcement, that Mario Battle Royale was the most interesting thing, for sure. So, which is, like, November, I think. No, it's the end of this week. Wait, really? Oh, the Battle Royale you're talking about. The collection's at the end of this week. I don't know about the uh, Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Battle Royale, it's, like, a limited time thing, and I think it starts in November or something. But, I forget. There was something else that I was excited about coming up that wasn't just Cyberpunk, and I totally forget what it is now are you gonna play uh the rogue squadron game from star wars yeah i mean i don't know probably not i might buy a joystick to play that on my pc like oh yeah with it yeah that'd be cool i think yeah yeah i'm like the flight in battlefront was really cool i i don't know that i want a full game about it well it's like a half game kind of is it a half game what do you mean well Oh, it's. I would say full game is sixty dollars, and is, is it a thirty dollar game? That's. I wasn't talking about the, price. <laughs> all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like thirty dollars means you're getting. You're not getting uh, games as a service, is what I would say. Hmm. I don't know. Don't don't dig into that too much. Okay. It's just. Uh, I think it looks cool. I'm excited. I haven't played a ton of games on my PC, so that'll look like, really nice. Yeah, zooming around on on there, I think, is a good thing to jump into when I yeah yeah. I don't know. I'm not writing it off. I'm just it's kind of like whatever to me, I guess. I don't. I think it'll be on Games Pass, so I don't have to buy it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's why. Oh yeah, because so. it's EA. That's big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their their EA Play thing is getting wrapped into Game Pass. EA Play is weird, though. It's not. It's not like every first party game is on EA Play. I feel like I remember seeing that it was going to be on there anyways. Okay. 
like before they made the announcement that all the EA games were going to be there. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I just know like like whenever you sign up for EA Play, you don't necessarily get the newest EA game that came out. It it was like this yeah. weird it was this weird service. Um but I haven't looked at it in a long time. I signed up for the trial like 5 years ago when it was on Xbox just to see what it was. So it could be totally different at this point. I don't know. But I don't either. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. This next episode, hopefully we can get live going. I'm I'm working on my studio stuff. Um I'm learning bits and pieces. Yeah. So we'll we'll be able we should be able to do it on the next one. Okay. Yeah, we'll wa- watch out for Twitter basically about that from us. Watch the Twitterverse. Yeah. Hopefully I have a wor- working webcam by then. <laughs> yeah, you're just flashing at me the whole time. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um, other than that, I, uh, like I said, I'm streaming at twitch.tv slash lost in a contraption still. Uh, we, we do get listens on Spotify. If you listen to us on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Uh, just, just click the follow button. That would be awesome. And, um, yeah, let it get at us about anything. Uh, I forgot our email. That's great with punish game at gmail.com that that was that was almost very bad uh you can reach out to us about anything anything you want to hear comments whatever uh all social media at with punish game S- stay tuned like i said the twitter will we'll try and figure out what we're doing for doing this live and we'll see how that goes until next time keep playing games peace